Broadcasting from the heart of downtown Hollywood. This is SoFloRadio.com. That is the sacred trust. It's what our free society is founded on. Do you think they give a damn about their bills in Russia? I said, do you think they give a damn about their bills in Russia? They don't pay bills in Russia. It's all free. All free? Free, my ass. What are you, fucking commie? Huh? No, I ain't no commie. Oh, you better not be. I don't want no commies in my car. No Christians either. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Groovathon. I am Tony C. And of course, I am joined live in the studio by the master of production and engineering, the man who makes sure that our groove is satin smooth, and a cat five on the microphone. Ah. Say hello to George. Inside hurricane language over Inside. here. We've got to explain that to people. Later. Yes, of course, every Groovathon centers around an attitude of gratitude. Mucho mahalo to everybody tuning in live and downloading the show here in America. And around the world, yo, when I say gratitude, I am grateful. I never lost power. How you doing, Power Mind? I, I, you know, two days in a, you know, sleeping in a wet t-shirt, but uh, whatever. I'll take it. I'll take it. I know. And now, hey, what, another one? What's this one called? Maria. Maria. What's with the, I what's with the spick names over here? Hey, hey, like Maria. we don't have enough issues. And suddenly that name will never be the same. Trump's the president. All the disasters are named after spicks. Coincidence? <laughs> Hey man, I don't know. I, I thought they were just giving an homage to West oh, yeah, Side that's Story. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Spicks blow. That's what they're trying to say. <laughs> I want to, you know, quick shout out because we'll get, we're obviously we're going to get to all the, the hurricane stuff later on in the show. But I have a quick shout out to Craig Setzer, the weatherman on Channel Four. Okay. Okay. For, forget about the fact that he did yeoman like work. He was like he was always on. But unlike the people, unlike all the other channels, where you know the the hurt, especially the weather channel, it's like. They would start there. It's like, yes, Hurricane Irma. Craig Setzer was evenly keeled. He gave you information you needed. He was not panicking. The local the local weather stations were great down here. So I'm very, you know, I'm just grateful for that. I tell you what I thought was funny on uh, Friday. The, the uh, I guess a week ago Friday, I noticed that on, uh, let me see, on, on uh, AMC, they were showing the mo- movie Twister. And on flicks, they were showing the movie Hurricane, which I thought was like, I was like, wow, that's uh, pretty, I don't know. It was, what it reminded me of was the movie Airplane, where they're, they're showing all those movies of airplane crashes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm like, how could you do this? Don't you yeah. know that there's like, and, you know, right as I'm looking through the right. things on my thing, it says there's a, there's a tornado warning yeah. in my area. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. my phone, they send out like that blast message. It blasts your phone. So I kept getting that. Obviously, we're going to have a lot to stuff, a lot of stuff to say about the hurricane. But you know what? We've got lots of other stuff to get to today because you know what? Other stuff happened. Other, I, I swear other to things God, in other parts of the world. There were other things that happened. Outside. Let me, let me see what we got here. We got Trump tries to be a whore with a heart of gold as his supporters get juggaloed 
in D.C. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, yeah, yes okay. indeed. Yeah. The, whoop, whoop, whoop. The Broward <laughs> County GOP inadvertently adds the man with the axe to their gaggle of conservative one-eyed jacks. Yellowstone Park pays tribute to Johnny Kidd by recording 2,300 shivers down its backbone. Uh, let me see what else. Up oh, here we go. In the latest episode of the Coulter Chronicles, and the man hatches a plan to get back on our good side, but for the wrong reason. And guess what? We're okay with that. Yeah, we yeah, absolutely yeah. are. Uh, also, I got two 70-year-olds agree to test drive the brand-new Dodge Challenger Hellcat Limited Beelzebub Edition with predictable results. Plus, how Dennis Wolfberg and Sean Connery provided me with comedic shelter from the storm. And later, I will announce the winner of the Which Song Named Hurricane Gets Played on the Show Contest. <laughs> okay? It wasn't really a tough decision, but there's a lot of them out there. Of course, all of that is going to remain high and dry in a storm-proof bunker constructed of the finest, most diverse groove anywhere on the air. It is just past 2 o'clock and the only Hollywood that matters anymore. Yeah, we're still here. Except we're killing off our old folks by not giving them any air conditioning. Where is that? Good Lord. Hollywood. Hollywood. That's right. Hollywood, Florida. That means that. It's a death trap. It is. (laughs) Don't even get me started on that. It's a little hot in here, isn't it? That means it's just past 8 o'clock on a big island. Shout out to the Kyle crew. Just past 7 o'clock at night, Dublin, Lisbon, St. Ann, Lisbon. The rest of Western Europe. Yo, Gramps Master Fletch, you ready to take down the plywood I'm, and air I'm, this poor bad boy out? I'm ready. Then take a deep breath, y'all. It's the Groovadon on SoFloRadio.com.
It's been a long time, I shouldn't have left you Without a strong rhyme to step to Think of how many weeks you just slept through Time's up, I'm sorry I kept you Thinking of this, you keep repeating your miss The rhyme from the microphone solo with So you sit by the radio and on the dial soon As you hear it, pump up the volume Dance with the speaker till you hear it blow Then plug in a headphone, cause here it go It's a full letter word when it's heard to control Your body to dance So, dot text the tempo like a red alert Reach it your reflex and let it work When this is playing, you can't get stuck with the steps So can say, and I'ma still come up with I get to be swift, follow the leader, the rhyme go Deaf with the record that was mixed a long time ago It could be done, but only I could do it For those that could dance and clap your hands to it I start to think, and then I sink into the paper Like I was in When I'm writing, I'm trapped in between the line I escape, when I finish the rhyme I got soul, soul, soul Like this might tempt me to pull show my rings in my fat gold chain. Grab the mic like I'm on soul train, but I wait. Cause I master this. Let the others go first so the brothers don't miss. Eric B break the sticks. Rock him will begin when you make the mix. I'll experiment like a scientist. You wanna rhyme? You gotta sign my list. Cause I'ma manifest and bless the mic I'll hold. You wanna next? Then you gotta have soul. Cause if you ain't got it, I'ma make an encore. Take the mic, make the people respond for the R. Cause that's the way it'll have to be If you wanna get on after me Think about it, wait, erase your rhyme Forget it, and don't waste your time Cause I'll be in the crowd if you ain't controlling it Drop the mic, you shouldn't be holding it This is how it should be done This style is identical to none Some try to make it sound like this But you're getting me So upset that I'm wet cause you're sweating me I drip steam like a microphone theme Eager to MC is my theme I get hype When I hear a drum roll, rock him is on the mic, and you know I got soul. You got it! You got it! Say my name, first of all, I'm the soloist, the soul controller. Rock him gets stronger as I get older. Constant elevation, cause expansion. I write my rhymes while I cool in my mansion. They put it on tape and in the city I test it. Then on the radio, the R's requested. You listen to it, the concept might break you. Cause almost anyone can relate to Whoever's out of hand, I'ma give them handles. Light them up, blow them out like candles. Or should I just let them out? To give them a hand so they can see how I felt. I'm not bold just cause I rock gold Rock cameras on the mic And you know I got soul Soul, soul, soul. You got, you got, you got it You got, you got, you got it See what you got Get off the mic Before it get too hot I'm on to see Which posse can dance the best 
It should be easy, cause the beat is fresh. Now, feel from uptown, Brooklyn bound, the Bronx, Queens, or Long Island sound. Even other states come right and exact. It ain't where you're from, it's where you're at. Since you came here, you have to show and prove. And do that dance until it don't move. That's all you need is soul, self-esteem, and release. The rest is up to you. Rock him or say peace. I'd like to thank uh, the people at HBO for sparing no expense. They've, uh, they've put us up at a beautiful hotel downtown. Uh, 
a hotel actually where the walls were so thin, I must share this with you, that I couldn't help but hear the unmistakable sounds of physical ardor coming uh, from the couple apparently right next door to me. Uh, apparently a young couple checked into the room right next to me and, and I assumed they were young or they'd be dead by now, ladies and gentlemen, because they began to test the limits of human endurance. They were a remarkable couple of young triathletes. And it's not as though I was trying to listen. I was in my room trying to read the Bible and achieve a sense of spirituality with my life while these lust-crazed weasels were driving themselves to a dimension I can only hope to reach myself someday. His name was Marvin. I certainly learned that much. Uh, well, that was his second name. Moore was his first name. More Marvin! More Marvin! More Marvin! She chanted with the zeal of a cult member. I ended up screaming. I, I, I said, hurry up, Marvin. I want to get some sleep. God damn it. I was in the hallway. Everyone was in the hallway. We did the wave.
actually started my career as a school teacher, 12 years, in part of New York called the South Bronx. Are you familiar with this? A, a community that does not frequently generate ovations. Uh, a community that socioeconomically ranks under Calcutta, to give you an international base for comparison. People from India would say South Bronx, what a hellhole. And I taught in a school that even by South Bronx standards was a difficult one. Uh, any elementary school that has its own coroner, I don't care where you're from, to me, that's an unusual feature to an educational program. The school newspaper had an obituary column. It's an elementary school. I would assign compositions what I want to be if I grow up. This was the mentality. Twelve years. The first year of my career, I was actually a substitute teacher. Subbing. A job that ranks right up there with kamikaze pilot, right? And I was so naive, I would pass around the roster sheet to collect the names of the kids. An exercise in abject futility. The first day of my career, my first kid's name was, are you ready? Chuck Wagon. This, this was for starters, like saying, welcome to education, Chuck Wagon aboard. And following Chuck, we had the Dover twins, uh, Ben Dover, and uh, his lovely sister, Eileen Dover, the Dover twins. I'd like to see Billoni, Salami, and, and the obligatory Dick Hertz. I'm sure even in your community, there must have been a Dick Hertz matriculating. And I was no fool. I figured I'll play with him. I said, who's Dick Hertz? And the whole clue... As, as though they had been waiting for years for this rare educational opportunity. Even the girls. After one year of subbing, they gave me my own class, sixth grade, reading... I say reading, my kids had difficulty remembering my name. Wolfberg, kids call me Wolfman, Wolfgang for those musically inclined. I had a kid first day of school one year call me Wolf Shit. <laughs> Certainly a reasonable mistake for a child to make. Kid said, hey, Wolf Shit. We got homework tonight and I said, name is not Wolf Shit. It's Wolfberg and what's more, it is Mr. Wolfberg. And the kid said, well, how am I supposed to know you're married? <laughs> Then they gave me the slow class for six consecutive years, and not, not special, just slow. I used to think of them as stationary, motionless. Well, they grew from according to intelligence tests, and the whole concept of intelligence testing amused me, because at the low end, they, they used to, no more, but they used to have categories called, in order, uh, moron, imbecile, and it actually bottomed out with idiot. This amused me because conceivably you could have an imbecile working very hard to become a moron. I could imagine a kid running home with this and I'm a moron. Good, we knew you could do it and don't play with it, Johnson boy, he's an idiot. Six consecutive years slow and I had them all. I had a kid, Frank Bailey. First day of school we fill out standard roll book information. First day, I say, Frank, tell me your birthday. He says, March the 21st. I say, what year? He says, every year. <laughs> How stupid of me not to have known you would have a birthday every year. I apologize profusely. What an oversight. EY, thank you very much. <laughs> Truancy was a remarkable problem. These kids were truant beyond all human imagination. And then come in with the most brazen excuses. I, I taught sixth grade. I had a kid who missed two days and told me he'd had a stroke. <laughs> I, I congratulated him on a remarkable recovery to be back in school two days following a stroke. What a commitment to education. 
I had one kid who missed three weeks and told me he'd been on jury duty. Can you believe that? <laughs> and, and, and sex education begins on a full-time curriculum basis in sixth grade, at least in the South Bronx. And in fact, as a sixth grade teacher, I was told to answer all their sex questions, some of which were truly brilliant. One kid asked, is it true you can catch a social disease by kissing a toilet seat? Which I thought was a brilliant question. I said, that is the least you should catch if you're going to kiss toilet seats. Think of that as a moderate penalty for unusual behavior and try to avoid the temptation when you see an attractive seat. There'll always be another one.
do your own thing now. But you just start to groove it, groove it, groove it. You start to move it, move it, move it. Then you get on your feet now, baby. Then you get on the beat now, baby. Can't you feel that rhythm, honey? Deep down in your bones now. When you get the groove, baby, then you're gone now. Ain't no special swing you've got to do now. Do the latest steps or do your own self thing. Everybody have yourself a real good time Moving in the crowd, stepping in on time It don't matter who you talk it to With everybody dancing, it's the thing to do Cause you gotta move it, move it, move it, baby You, you, you gotta groove it, groove it, baby Hey! 
Rock and roll. The Headless Horseman doing Don't Look Back. That is actually, uh, they performed live at B.B. King's in New York back in 2013. They hadn't actually been together for a while. And Billy Gibbons uh, decided to get his original uh, garage rock band back together. The band was called The Moving Sidewalks. They had one hit song that I recall. It's called uh, The 99th Floor. And Billy Gibbons got in touch uh, with the guys from Headless Horseman and said, hey, would you get your band back together and open for us? We're doing one show, and we'd like you guys to open. So they did that. Well, the Headless Horsemen are going to be doing their 30th anniversary show. It's coming up in New York at the Brooklyn Bowl on Sunday, November the 5th at 8 o'clock. They're going to have some special guests, including, uh, let me see, who are they going to have? Hilton Valentine, guitar player from The Animals, is going to be with them. Uh, Roy Loney. Uh, from the Flaming Groovies, going to be with them. Uh, there's there's a band that's opening for them called the Bell Towers, that's also going to be playing. They're from Orlando, Florida, okay. so there's a connection there. Another thing I wanted to point out uh, in October, Tammy Faye Starlight, who is just if you haven't seen her, then you don't know what like a live kind of cabaret, not even cabaret, just a well done show. She did a whole thing on Nico. Um, she's done a series of shows. Um, she was the one where she does these shows where Lenny Kay sits in with her. So she has a bunch of people that have sat in with her to do shows. Well, in October, every Thursday at Pangea, which is down on 2nd Avenue, like 12th, 13th Street, New York. Every Thursday in October, she is going to be doing an entire Rolling Stones album. Okay. okay? A different one each time. So... You definitely want to check that out. Tammy Faye Starlight at Pangea, Thursdays in October. You want to get those tickets soon because it's not that big a place. That's the other thing, is that it's the perfect place to see somebody like Tammy Faye. I saw her at Joe's Pub, which is a larger venue, and that was great too. But this kind of setting is just fantastic. So you want to check that out. So you got the Headless Horseman November the 5th at Brooklyn Bowl. And you've got Tammy Faye Starlight at Pangea every Thursday in October. If you're in the New York area, those are shows you want to see. Before that, little thing I uh, stumbled across, Don Pierce, This Funky Thing. It's a 45 he released in 1968. Before that, Sly and a Family Stone. Yeah, Underdog from their first album, which didn't actually do that well. It's called A Whole New Thing, and it was. came out in 67. And I was uh, telling you that right after that, because it wasn't that big a commercial success, Mm-hmm. Um, they asked Sly Stone, you know, could you do something a little more commercial? And so the next album was Dance to the Music. Yeah, so he did, you know, that was pretty good. It's still an anthem as far as I'm concerned. Before that, there was some comedy surrounding a uh, great track I came across. It's out there now. It's uh, The Weight, which is, you know, the old song by the band. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is done by Dwayne Allman and Aretha Franklin. And it's out on her album, This Girl's In Love With You, which came out in 1970. They did a series of sessions in New York, and then they recorded this particular track at Muscle Shoals. All righty. So there you go. And surrounding that, we love him, Dennis Wolfberg. If you don't think this guy is funny, you've obviously at some point or another, when they took out your tonsils, they took out your sense of humor. Because it's impossible. It's literally – we know this stuff by heart. Mm -hmm. 
And every time we hear it, it we still laugh. Yeah. That's how good it is. Before that, band I, uh, you know, I said that I thought you would mm-hmm. like. It's a band called Black Pistol Fire. The name of the song is Baby Ruthless. It's from their uh, release uh, called Hush or Howl. It came out in 2014. These guys are from Toronto. And it's basically, these guys are like other... Uh, uh, the White Stripes. It's just guitar and drums. It's uh, Eric Owen on drums and Kevin McCown on guitar and vocals. And they've got some great stuff out. I think they're coming out with something new this year or early next year. You want to keep an eye out for that. Just Dynamite. Pure. It's very raw. It's very pure. These guys get it done. They want to kick the teeth down your throat. And they don't have to do it with a lot of, you know, extraneous stuff. They just get on stage and rock you. And a lot of their stuff is good. You're going to like this. You're going to, you know, mark mm-hmm. it down. Because yeah. I got a bunch of their stuff, and I listened to about four or five different tracks. I've got like two CDs from them, and I was scanning through, and I literally had at least four that I was considering playing, and I narrowed it down to this one. So there's a there's a whole bunch of stuff by Black Pistol Fire we're listening to before that. The Masters, Eric B and Rakim. I know you got soul from Paid in Full, their first CD, and kicking off the show, Heroes by Motorhead. Yeah. Okay. And that one is going out to all the first responders out there honestly you know what if you live down here and uh you see these crews coming in from everywhere they're from all over the country get them a cold beer because they definitely earned it there's no two ways about that i am uh super duper grateful my cousin vincent just a quick shout out he lives in the keys and spent it down there with his wife their first responders she's works for emergency management services he's retired uh police and fdle and stuff like that so they uh, they actually made it through okay. Their neighbor's house lost its roof. But, you know, they immediately went back down uh, the day after, you know, the, the like they were one of the first people allowed back down into the Keys. You still can't get down past uh, mile marker 74, according to all the signs on the highway. So, yeah. other than saran-wrapped gas pumps, mm-hmm. what caught my eye? Well, um you know, there's only so much hurricane coverage you can you can watch. I actually was watching at some point because I was talking last week about the golf tournament at Dustin Johnson, and I watched the National Long Drive Championship. And a lady named Sandra Karlborg, who I guess has won it a couple times in the past, she won it with a drive of 349 yards. 349 yards. I that's just inhuman to me. I once played a round of golf with a guy named Brian Pavlet. He was at the time the National Long Drive champion and i played around a golf with him and it's it's kind of ridiculous when you see it right in front of you to see how far these guys can hit if you're a golfer now the reason this guy never these a lot of these people never go pro is because they are often long and wrong so it's 349 yards wrong fairway but 349 yards cleveland indians shout out to the cleveland indians 22 wins in a row they finally lost it was reminding me of uh when I was talking about the Oakland A's from uh, you know back in 2001, 2002, something like that, where they really they had a big streak there. Also, this one caught my eye. Um, the Red Sox used an Apple Watch to steal signs. Now, stealing signs in baseball mm-hmm. has been going on for years, but they did it against the Yankees, and it was on national television. An interesting quote, Boston's greatest crime was the obviousness with which it employed the scheme. Generally speaking... Recording to, uh, according to sources, if someone on a team's video staff cracks an opponent's signals, they are to run from the video room to an intermediary in the dugout and forward, forward it to players on the field. The Red Sox crime, according to sources, 
was sending the decoded material via Wi-Fi rather than vocal cords. That's how they got caught. You got to love it. Up there in Boston, you know, deflating balls, stealing signs. You know, the difference between them and the rest of the league is they're just not good at cheating. (laughs) That's the difference. They everybody cheats. These guys just happen to suck at it. So there you go. Fuck you. Um, this one absolutely cost my, caught my eye. Pro Trump rally that sought to bring one million supporters to Washington musters less than a thousand. Or no, musters a little over a thousand. Let's let's be accurate. Okay. Now, what was what was interesting about this was that while it was going on, there was another rally. For um, what was it? What's the name of the band? The, uh, the insane, insane clown, clown posse. posse. Yes. Okay. Now, insane clown posse is getting sued by the or no, they're su- suing the FBI because the FBI has na- has labeled their followers who are known as juggalos. That's what insane clown posse followers are called, juggalos. They put them in a gang category along with like Crips and Bloods. So the insane clown posse is suing the FBI, and they had a rally on the same day, and that drew many, many, many more people than the pro-Trump rally. Well, yeah. I mean, how many records has he sold? <laughs> <laughs> I love Insane Cloud Posse. Those sure. guys are great. They're out great. of their minds. We love that I, shit. I make man. ringtones out of their music. Yeah, right. Exactly. Great ring. They do. But I've seen, I've got interviews with them where they're talking about this, and they're like, we don't understand it. How can you label us a gang? These aren't gangs. They're just... And the reason they did it, apparently the reason the FBI like put them in that category is because of a tattoo. It's like a tattoo that, that Insane Clown Posse uses. And so people have that tattoo. And so now that's like, yo, man, the, those the, are colors. Colors. I'm a nightmare the, walking the clown psychopath with the, talking. The clown with the axe. Yeah. There. Yes. If I tattoo, you know, Archie. Yes. To, it's the you know, Archie tattoo. An Archie tattoo, you know, because I like the Archies, you know. Who doesn't? Sugar, sugar. Sugar, sugar. Jingle, jangle. Yeah, yeah. So that's honey, honey. I'm in a gang. My tattoo Archie. On my- that's basically why the FBI is doing this. So they're suing the FBI, and they had a rally, and it was much larger than the Trump rally on the exact same day. So I thought that was kind of fun. This one, of course, we can't go wrong with this. And the man hatches a plan. And Coulter calls for Trump's impeachment. I swear to God, conservative commentator Ann Coulter has added, had it up to here with President Trump. I'm this sure. Is her, after our last show, she found it necessary to get back on our good side. I think I, that's. I, what, I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why. I think that's what it is. Okay. okay. After Trump on Thursday tweeted his support for the recipients mm-hmm. of the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program (DACA), okay, just a week after recruiting its. Uh, after rescinding its protections, the former Trump supporter and author of In Trump We Trust yes. posed a pointed question. At this point, who doesn't want Trump impeached? Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay. I yeah. think we all agree. We're, we're shoulder to shoulder with you, Ben. Shoulder to shoulder with you there, big guy. Big yep. guy. You're a big know. guy. You know, they they have the ability to draw eyebrows on these days. If we're not getting a wall, I'd, pre- I'd prefer President Pence. Now, Honestly, this is one of those things that got brought up on Bill Maher this past week when right. he was saying that Trump is something we might not be able to survive, but Pence we could survive. It's the other way around. Trump can get nothing right. done because he's such a fucking fair-weather politician. Mm-hmm. It, wherever he thinks he's going to get the most love is where he's going to go. Republicans are finding this out now, okay? But mm-hmm. Pence, on the other hand, okay, here's the problem. Pence is – Pence, you know, he – 
one of the things that, that Bill Maher was saying on the show was that people wouldn't be able to, you know, we, we wouldn't take him seriously because of that whole I can't go to dinner with a woman other than my own wife. Let me tell you something. Okay, we managed to get past a man who would openly admitted that he picks up women by just reaching over and grabbing their pussies. So I think that the Christians in this country, yeah, okay, other than Harry Dean Stanton, of course, <laughs> okay, other than well, he ain't voting anymore. Anyway. He ain't voting anymore. But you know, I think he's he would be a big disaster. And I'll tell you, here's my yeah. prediction for the future. I'm I'm saying mm. it now. Trump's basically his big his thing is that he he can't doesn't want to go to prison. Okay, that's the goal here, to not Mm -hmm. go to prison, to be able to be free and have a cult following. So what he's going to have to do is I'm thinking early spring, spring 2019 is when he's going to have to step down. Mm -hmm. And he needs to do it then for a couple of reasons. The main reason is that that's going to give Pence time, okay, to be president. Mm -hmm. Okay, they're going to – if he does it in the spring before the summer break, they will – officially uh they will vote him in congress will mm-hmm. allow him to be vice to be president he'll pick a vice president which he'll do then after the summer break right in time for the holidays okay pence will then pull a gerald ford and pardon right okay you know give the whole we need to bring the country together he's mm-hmm. going to give us that mm-hmm. speech again mm-hmm. and the key to that is that he needs to do it with enough time between that and the iowa caucuses and Super Tuesday in early 2020 because he doesn't want that dragged into that. So he's going to have to give enough time in there to like separate those two because he's going to want to run for president again. Actually, he's not. It's all the people that control him are going to want him to run for president right, again. Right, right. So there you go. So that's my prediction. So you heard it here first. Trump will be out some point. At some point. Basically, that's the whole thing. This that's how long it's going to take for Mueller. Yeah. To come well, up with, uh, you know, here, uh, here's two things because I, I I'm just following every everything that Mueller does. I'm like in a non in, in a non stocky you know. way, and 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 here's where they're at. They they have traced. He's just been following all the money everywhere. That's the key. And, Follow the money. And 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 here's who the money has touched so far. Everybody. All right, Pence. Yes. And the RNC, including Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan. Oh, yes. So it really depends on to what extent he can, you know, bring charges great, or something against those people also. The greatest so, fear Republicans have now is losing the sure. Senate in 2018 so, because that's going, be, you know, and if they lose the House or it gets yeah. even or if it gets close in the House, okay, they're going to be in a lot of trouble because. Once the money, that's the key here, is that he can keep his $20 million, 20 million racist, bigoted mm-hmm. followers. Sure. Okay, he can keep them. But there's about 20 million people who voted for him who mm-hmm. won't stand for it once it's proven. There's 20 million people who did vote for him who are now on the fact they want him to be there, but they're going to find it harder and harder. And if it gets proven that he was doing stuff with Russians, there's gonna, he's going to lose just enough to bring stuff around, so I think that's so going to happen. Well, there's that. Here's here's another thing. I don't think they'll run Pence when it's time for you really, re-election. Yeah, you think, and, and and I will give you my reasons. Think Jason Chaffetz I, is getting I think, set up for it. He's I, on Fox right now. I think that that Mike Pence, this despite that you you check all of the appropriate boxes that the, of things that they ought to like, he's another Mitt Romney. Yes. There's no reason that they wouldn't have liked Mitt, but the reason that they didn't like him is because he was bland and boring, 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 yeah. soft. Spoken, milk toast. He wasn't a man like of the that, people. Mike, Mike, he lost to Donald Trump, who said outrageous shit. So that's just there's going to be a field, 
of people in the primaries who are going to be saying outrageous shit, and one of them is going to win. In 2020, everybody yeah. and their mother in Washington is going to be running for president. Right. Okay? So, Seriously. Starting in the so, summer, and that's my, why... Have you ever heard him speak? Have you ever heard Mike Pence do a speech or oh something? My God, he's, he's bland. He's, he's so bland. soft. Look, I like think milk. he's... Look, the thing about Pence, unlike Trump, is I think he's genuine in his beliefs. I think that he's not trying to be sure, sycophantic. Whatever. Okay, I think you know. I think his beliefs are fucked up in many. Obviously, that doesn't matter to the conservative Christians. It absolutely, obviously. does not. I thought it was interesting that uh, you know Trump went and he right during like all the hurricane stuff, he goes up to North Dakota to start you know championing his uh, proposed tax reforms. Mm-hmm. By the way, stock market going through the roof. Why? Because there's basically nobody watching the shop for any of the crimes that are being committed by these people. But I'll tell you, if they don't pass tax reform, start going short on the S&P 500 right. and the knife and the New York futures and CRB indexes because, well, not CRB, but actually CRB I think is going to go up at some point. That's all other thing. So right after Trump goes up there and says that their drought, that because they're in a drought up there, they're better off than the people in Houston. Like that was his analogy. But right after that, guess what? Miss North Dakota won the Miss America contest coincidence uh, aliens aliens yeah i spotted this we're going to talk about it later but i'm just putting this on your radar screen uh jp morgan the cryptocurrency market looks like a pyramid scheme all right, all right just throwing that out there for later i'm i'm already out so okay this one is the most this this headline caught my eye this is a local story broward republicans may i introduce rupert ditsworth when political parties don't do their homework, bad things can happen. Everybody knows that. But fewer is bad or clunker or stranger than what happened since the Broward Republican Executive Committee put its trust in a young man named Rupert Tarzi. Earlier this year, Broward Republicans elected Tarzi, 28, 28 years old, as their secretary, as their secretary, as their secretary. The executive committee secretary is an important position within local party ranks. Certainly, Tarzi won fair and square in a three-way race. But then again, party faithful didn't know about his background. Why should they? Nobody in the party checked him out before he ran for office. This is all, by the way, from SunshineStateNews.com. So in case you're wondering where I got this from. Senate uh, said Robert Sutton, chairman of the Broward County Republican Party, All I know is that the supervisor of elections, Brenda Snipes, issued him a voter's registration card and he came highly recommended by a by a well-known, well-respected attorney, state committee man and former chairman. As it turns out, had the rest of the committee known what they were just beginning to learn, Tarzi probably wouldn't have gotten in the front door. I say probably. Okay, the Tarzi family has plenty of money, more important. Tarzi claims stories of his violent background are either totally false or wildly exaggerated. He disavows even the 2007 stories in Los Angeles newspapers. Okay, those stories, basically, um, what happened was in his name, this guy Rupert Tarzi, his name is actually he changed it from what it was, which was Rupert Ditsworth. Uh, and in 2007 in Beverly Hills, California, okay. What he did was uh, he was arrested and charged with premeditated attempted murder and assault with a deadly weapon after he allegedly beat a fellow student, Elizabeth Barkey, with a claw hammer, causing lacerations to her head, face and legs. Pay no attention, Tarzi told me Monday. Nothing is as it seems. He was never convicted of a felony. 
He was charged with, he said, charged with and convicted are two different things. He didn't change his name between California and Florida simply to repackage himself for his new life in the Sunshine State. It was legally changed because his parents were divorced. Okay, basically, this guy now, and here's the key here. Okay, this is what I think is, is so, so funny about this, is that this guy, Tarzi, or as he's really known, Rupert, his name is really, I swear to mm-hmm. God, Rupert Ditsworth. <clears throat> okay, yeah. Let's just get one thing straight. If my name was Rupert Ditsworth and I was going to be running for public office, I'd change it as well. Sure. I'd change the Rupert part for fuck's sake. Yeah. Okay? yeah. But now that they've discovered that he's like this fucking psycho, <laughs> okay, they asked him to step down and he's refusing. Why should he? Right. He was duly elected. Mm-hmm. So there's now stuck. The, the Broward County Republican Party is stuck with a secretary, an executive committee secretary who was once charged with uh, beating up a chick in his own class with a claw hammer. <laughs> I'm just saying that's not necessarily you know, down here for Republicans. I mean, look, the only thing that's out of character, <laughs> he was trying to grab her. He was just trying to grab her by the pussy with a claw right. hammer. Maybe. Maybe she was resisting. What? You know. The, the grab. Unbelievable. On that I, subject, I Manson it. follower Leslie Van Houten granted parole by a California board. So, hey, Helter well, Skelter coming to a town near you. Getting kind of feeble anyway. I know. Yeah, these – eventually they're going to have to let them out. Manson has to stay the rest of them. I mean, you know, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I just think this thing about Rupert Ditsworth, it just cracks me up. I mean, yeah. he – how is it possible that they don't do their due diligence on a guy like this? Because they don't care. They just don't. They don't care. Yellowstone supervolcano earthquake swarm, now one of the biggest on record. Remember I was bringing this up mm-hmm. a while ago? There have now been over 2,300 tremors mm-hmm. in Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. We've got, by the way, here's a, a natural disaster that's being uh, not reported at all. Okay, 800,000 acres have burned. In Montana, right. I've been following that. I know I you live there. Yeah. My friends, I have a friend of mine. My friends who are lives. posting things. It's it, right there. It's I have in friends of mine who live in mm-hmm. in Montana, and they've been posting about it, and it's it's horrific. It's absolutely yeah. recently horrific. it started raining. Did it? Good. Yeah. Okay. Good. 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 You know, we've got all that stuff going on. That's why I said it's an homage to a Johnny Kidd because they're shaking all over. I'm sorry, I mm. couldn't resist. I get no reaction. That was it. Just didn't it didn't clear the bar. No, I'm sorry. Damn it. I really thought I had one there. I thought I was... God, son of a bitch. Don't beat yourself up. I'm not. I'm not going to beat myself up over it. You know, I wanted to point out, before we go back into some more music, I wanted to point out something. I I wrote this online as well. I said, you know, in the Caribbean, uh, these islands like Barbuda and places like that, you know, before we start weeping into the palms of our hands here in Florida and in Houston about the absolute destruction that's literally, you know, it's right outside our door. And we'll be talking about that in a minute. Please take a moment to remember people in the Caribbean, many of whom had very little to begin with. You know, we look at this as this vacation paradise Mm -hmm. and all that. And it is, or Mm -hmm. was, it was. These people, many of the people who live there, who are native and locals, they are not Rich Vaughn, they're they're not, you know, the guy who owns Island Records. They're not, you know, they're not these people. They had very little to begin with, and now guess what? They got nothing. Right. They have nothing. I want to give a big shout-out to Giuliani and Bloomberg Mm -hmm. from New York who garnered millions and millions and millions of dollars and are flowing down there to do some work to help them out. 
That's great. Thank you. Okay. Hey, yeah, I care about my family and neighbors and the guy next door to me. Yeah, that's where charity begins at home, and I believe that. I believe mm-hmm. if we're not in good shape, then we're in no shape to help anybody else, and we are the world's helper. Say what you will about America, all right? You know, when the call comes, we usually answer the fucking bell, baby. We really do. We put up the ducats, and we get it done. And it's nice to see, you know, somebody like Bloomberg going down there and saying, you know, we need to start taking care of everybody. We, yeah. We're not the only people on God's great earth. We really aren't. And we have a tremendous advantage here in America of so many people willing to get in their cars, get in, do those fundraisers, do that stuff, and help us out. Let's remember, you know, the places where we go to relax, and we really don't kind of pay attention. Hey, they don't exist anymore, man. Let's see what we can do about spending some of our vacation dollars in some mm-hmm. of these places. The minute they are up and running again, the minute they're up and running again, let's start going to Puerto Rico. Let's start going to St. John, St. Mm-hmm. Thomas. Let's start going there. You know, this is America. That's America. Don't America. A million people in Puerto Rico without fucking electricity, man. You think the people in there were rich? You think Puerto Rico's rich? Those people had nothing to begin with, and now they got nothing. Now they got less than nothing. No food, no shelter. So please, folks, if you can hear me, just, you know, remember that. There are people that don't have what we have, and even though we get our shit destroyed, okay, we have people who show up the next day to help us clean up, and yeah. they don't. So please, keep them in your thoughts, you know, and keep them in your thoughts and prayers. And you know what? Keep them in your charity thoughts and prayers. If you can give $10, you know, to to don't give to the Red Cross. I, I know yeah, it sounds yeah. shitty when I say that, but there's a ton of charities. If mm-hmm. you give $25 to them, guess what you can do? Mm-hmm. You can give $25 to a charity focused on these other people's. Okay, ten. Just get you gave twenty five to a talk, ten to the, just you can do it. You can yeah. do it. You can. These are human beings for God's sakes. And now they have no food, no shelter, no water, no electricity, and they don't have people showing up to help like we do. So shout out to Bloomberg right. and right. Giuliani for going down there and raising attention. You know, New York's got such a huge community mm-hmm. of that. So, you know, Hopefully they're going to be able to raise a lot of money in that community. That's, you know, the, the Hispanic community in New York, you know, has some incredibly has some serious wealth. They've been gaining some serious wealth, and as well they should. Mm-hmm. They've contributed. They should be getting back. Okay, now give. Now we got to give. Now we got to give. With that, I mean, said we're going to be talking. Uh, we're going to be talking, Irma, bitch, fucking bitch. You're fucking, you want a storm surge? Get down here in your fucking knee. I get your fucking. Never mind. We keep the groove going though. Kenny and the Casuals. On the Groove on SoFloRadio.com.
it's time for Double Jeopardy. Let's take a look at the board. And the categories are Potent Potables, The Vowels, Presidents Who Are On The One Dollar Bill, Famous Titles, Ponies, The Number Ten, and finally, Foods That End In Hamburger.
Take famous titties for 400. Titles. Famous titles. Yeah! And the answer is this movie title is taken from the name of the book Gone with the Wind. Mr. Connery. Dolly Parton. Titles, Mr. Connery, not titties. Not a fan of the ladies, are you, Trebek?
Right there, Frankie Beverly's Raw Soul. That is a song called Colorblind that he released as a uh, 45 back in 1971. Of course, that went on to become Frankie Beverly's Maze. I was just telling you over here that uh, the guy that made him change the name was... Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye, that's right. Took him out on tour. Before that, Pace Ashton Lord. Silas and Jerome, that is from the only album those guys ever put out. Malice in Wonderland came out in 1977, of course. Those guys were uh, from Deep Purple, John Lord and uh, Ian Pace, the keyboard and drummer right there. Before that, one of my favorites, Poets of Rhythm, Funky Run-Through, Parts 1 and 2. Yeah, pra- from Practice What You Preach came out in 1994. A little more uh, European funk there, those guys from Germany. Uh, before that, we had Rude Hi-Fi and the Lick Shots, I Fought the Law, from an interesting album called The Clash Goes Jamaican. Came out in uh, 2013. Of course, I Fought the Law, originally done by Bobby Fuller 4. Yes, of course. <laughs> there you go. Jot, jot that one down. Bobby Fuller 4. Yes. I remember getting that for uh, Steve at Cannons. There's a bar on 108th Street. He had lots and lots of 45s. And when I was working at Tower, he was like, I can't find it. So I ordered it for the store just so he could get a copy. I had to get five copies of it from Eric Records, who were putting out the reissues at the time. Before that, Kiss, One Inch Man. That is from their last album called And the Circus Leaves Town. came out in 1995, of course. It wasn't really their last album because they went on to become Queens of the Stone Age. There you go. And kicking off the set, Kenny and the Casuals, Journey to Time and I. It's a uh, 45, came out in 1966. Headless Horseman mm-hmm. do a very good ver- – or not the Headless Horseman, the Fuzz Tones do an excellent version of that song. Um, the connection there is that Alain Portnoy, my friend, was the, is the guitar player in Headless Horseman, was the guitar player in the Fuzz Tones. They came out their first album, Lysergic Emanations, which is considered a classic in the uh, garage rock, you know, rejuvenation of the 80s. That's like one of the, the big albums there. So Kenny and the Casuals, those guys from Texas. And during that set, a uh, little bit of a snippet from SNL's Celebrity Jeopardy with uh, Sean Connery. Shout out to my man, Dave Medina there. We're we're big fans of that, as as are you. During the hurricane... There was a point at which I just couldn't take the coverage anymore. There's only so much you can watch on TV. And I was lucky enough that I didn't lose my power. 
You are very lucky. I am. I'm very lucky in that regard. So, you know, but I'm sitting there, but while I didn't lose my power, there wasn't, you can't do anything. You have to stay at home anyway. You can't go anywhere. You are you ought not. You what? You didn't stop people. I saw you at the uh, at the power smoothie. The power smoothie. That joint. was that was a mission of mercy. My friend, whose uh, trees all toppled onto his world. Mine too. Is that, and, and, I, and, I, and by tree, I mean ficuses. We're having issues over that. We're we're in disagreement. Yeah, my uh, tree was a real tree. Yeah, a lot of us uh, of his friends went over there to help, uh, you, you know, dig the place out, and oh. and of course it, there Three was smoothies for all my friends and, and and wraps at Power Smoothie and Aventura in the Promenade Shops just north of Ives Dairy Road on US One. Um, it's it. They didn't lose power either, so they were able to offer their their regular menu of wraps and and salads and, and the smoothies, and, which was needed because nobody had, in our neighborhood nobody had power at that time. Well, that's so the whole thing. It didn't we even matter all... because during from like basically from Friday evening through about Monday afternoon, where I was, okay, basically mm. down here in South Florida, you couldn't do anything. You couldn't go anywhere. It was. I'll tell you of. Of all the things that, that stood out to me was how long it lasted. Normally, yeah. the hurricane comes by and like you Which, get you get it in six hours. It was slow. This was twenty. There. This is thirty six hours of yeah. storm. That's a long time, man. That is a really long time. So I, you know, and and I, you know, got in touch with you this past week, and I was like, you know, I don't think we're going to do a show. I'm not sure yet. You know, shit wasn't back to normal yet. And I said, you know what? This is how you get back to normal. Right. This is how you get back to normal. Um, some things that just turn, I'll get to shout outs. I mean, obviously, I've got shout outs galore, mostly to first responders and everything. But this story caught my eye. Florida gun owners encouraged to shoot the storm and fire their guns at Hurricane Irma. Now, now who encouraged that? A Florida man who suggested shooting guns at Hurricane uh, Irma out of stress and boredom has found that his idea has captured people's imaginations with over 46,000 signing up to join in. Welcome to Florida. Everybody knows that that doesn't work, that the Santeria guy in Hialeah, <laughs> the Hialeah Santero Brujo, doing the sidewalk ceremony is what... Botanicas. Is Aren't what, they called botanicas? What, what, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just making this up as I go. Oh, okay. it, was, it, went, it went west of us, so that was what saved us, not the shooting. Well, then you got Florida Sheriff forced to warn people not to shoot at Irma after Facebook oh group urges re- residents to fire away. I love it. With Hurricane Irma's status back up to a Category 4 and packing winds of 130 miles per hour while passing over the Florida Keys on Sunday morning with deadly force, with, with deadly force one man had a nifty idea. Mm. Okay? Mm. okay? He's got 46,000 supporters. I mean, what in God's name is going on? I, I, that one just kind of freaked me out a little, a little bit. Here's one that caught my eye. Irma brings new threat for Floridians. Snakes and alligators. Did we have those? I thought we had them already. Uh, yeah, a lot. I guess now they're just being washed on shore. What What was interesting about this is that the story was in a uh, was in a newspaper from Minnesota, not from Florida. You know, mm. these guys. They, I guess that's how they take a look at us and go, "Oh my God! If they've got no control, it's going to be alligators and snakes." Oh my! Everywhere. I mean, I thought we we trip over both all the time here down here. Yeah. Oh, look! I got sound on my computer. Hey, Isn't that fancy I'm that? Have to cancel that. There you go. So. Some of the things that uh, I kind of noticed, um, one of the things I didn't like, and, you know, this, this goes hand in hand with the Bill Maher thing, where Bill Maher is just, you know, he comes in, he does his opening 
monologue, his opening jokes, and they're just mean spirited, low ball. They don't, you know, because the rest of the show was great. Right. But but he just he goes for the cheap uh, laugh and. It's not necessary. It's not because know, there's like, so like much. Like the onion, you don't really take a vacation. Onion, we don't need your made up store, made up news. This well, is I like to, news. you know. Look, it's yeah. it's it's what level? You know, look, comedians will tell you that the gauge of whether or not something's a good joke is whether or not it's funny. Yeah, that's, that's the uh, gauge. That's the and I'll tell using. you something. I wasn't laughing at Bill Maher, and I'll tell you something else. I wasn't laughing at or or didn't agree with. It was the. Uh, I guess I wrote down this word. I'm not sure it's a real word. Schadenfreudish. Schadenfreude, yeah. Schadenfreudish disappointment that none of Trump's properties were damaged by the storm. Mm-hmm. People were like, you know, motherfucker. You Shut up. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Okay. I'm not. I want to be part of a group because that's what they do. They right. gain they, right. joy from other people's pain. That's mm. not me. It's not no, you. I want to be the good guys. I want to be the good guys. I I really hate that. On the other hand, okay, Mark Pharma Bro Martin Shkreli's life in jail. He's not a popular person. Okay, no. uh, Shkreli spent the first day basically. You know, he also did you hear this? Martin mm. Shkreli to sell rare one of a kind Wu Tang album. You read that one? No. Yeah, he's really. got like a really rare Wu Tang Clan album, you know, an original pressing, one of the rare, you is know, promos or whatever. Trading it for a lot of cigarettes? I, I, I would imagine, yeah, for Sterno. Yeah. He's got to trade it for Sterno. <laughs> yeah. But um, he, I guess, uh, where was it here? Basically, Shkreli spent the first day in lockup after a federal judge revoked his bail on Wednesday. U.S. District Judge Kiyo Matsumoto, Matsumoto found. He posed a, quote, ongoing danger or risk to the community by posting a $5,000 bounty on Facebook for a strand of former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton's hair. An offer Shkreli later said was a joke. So the judge, this guy was out on bail, and the judge said, I'm revoking your bail because you did this. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the guy who got busted here in Florida with the bomb-making materials, and he had, like, the framed picture of Timothy McVeigh on his dresser. Mm-hmm. And that – and the judge here in Florida did not did not throw him in jail, said he, he, you know, could be released because he didn't pose a threat to society. Okay? What's wrong with this picture? Uh, I don't know. Let me draw it. Let me draw it for you. It's a big – What's wrong with it? it. It's skull, I mean, seriously. That was one of those things that kind of – I don't know. In the Schadenfreude department, I, I can't claim to stand upon, you know, the mountain high because in this particular case, yeah, I like it. I like the fact that he's in pain. Yeah, I do. I yeah. do. I, and I admit it. So, the hurricane. The hurricane. We got a hurricane. You know, one of the things I think is important for people who don't live here to understand is that here in South, for, here in South Florida, okay, and for, the Keys is something different. The Keys were demolished. They're, the keys will will not be the same. No. Uh, Key West actually got off fairly easy. It's the middle keys. Mm-hmm. Okay. These islands that are, you know, six feet above sea level and literally took the full force of the motherfucker. Okay. Yeah. My cousin, shout out to Vincent Wiener and all the first responders. Shout out to um, uh, Meg Sheedy. Meg Sheedy's husband. Got on a he's a first responder up in Massachusetts. Got on a plane, headed down to the uh, Caribbean, All headed right. down to the Caribbean. 
okay, to do work down there. I said, if he makes it to Broward County, I got a couple of people, <laughs> no problem whatsoever. He's free beer, free beer. Okay. Okay, Mr. Antonelli. That's Meg <laughs> C.D. Antonelli. Okay, or Ant- okay. Free beer. Come to come to Broward County. We will buy supply you with cold beers for as long as you are here. That is my promise to you, first responders. Um, big shout out to them. But here in South Florida, I think what people don't realize is that the damage itself, and yeah, some of it's really, really bad, but more than that is it's everywhere. Right. It's yeah. every nobody got out of this one unscathed. It's uh, driving around mm-hmm. is First of all, it's an optical course. Driving at night, you take your life in your hands around here. It's an it, optical course. To work, right? The, the, the actual stoplights hanging down. Yeah. Okay, in the middle of the street. One of the things you learn very quickly, you drive on the in the uh, you you drive in the lane that is actually closest mm-hmm. to the center because the ones that are closest to the curb, that's where all the trees are. And they're everywhere. Every it's really it's quite a sight to see. You know, I was saying yes, somebody uh, earlier, it kind of looks like uh, New England in November because it's just trees and leaves and branches and shit everywhere. It's everywhere. It's really huge. And I think, yep. you know, the entire – nobody got out easy on this one. Some people got out easier than others. But nobody got out easy. It's a – it's really – just looking around, it's kind of mind-boggling, I guess. And one of the things that um, was in the set uh, that I've been the sets that I've been playing today, I played a little bit of the SNL uh, Celebrity Jeopardy, and I played some of the uh, Dennis Wolfberg. And at some point Saturday, when Saturday night into Sunday morning, when it was just beating the shit out of us, when Irma mm. just came in and smacked the piss out of us, and it was, you know, there were times where I really, you know, you, you know. I would like poke my head out, you know, at the front door. And like down here in Florida, all the doors open out. They don't yeah. open in because of this. But I would get these things. Did you get them on your phone where it would just start going? Ah, ah, the ah. alerts? Are you kidding? I have a phone that just, I use it at the, you know, the Wi Fi. It's an old phone. Right. I, it's disconnected from the, there's no service on it. My daughter uses it to browse. That thing went off. My yeah. phone went off at like three And in the I'm morning. watching that TV, and so yeah. it's going off on the TV and going off on my phone yeah. about a tornado warning in right. my area. Then I, so when that happens, I switch right to local news. That's okay. when I go, because the local newscasters down here, they can literally break it down block by block mm-hmm. it's quite remarkable what the, and they're these guys you know i remember years where we complained about the weathermen always getting shit wrong yeah these guys don't they really got it right they called it they called it as mm-hmm. right up until it got here they kept saying you can't you know don't mm-hmm. let your guard down and they were right because even though we didn't get the cat five right if you let your guard down you'd have been fucked nine ways from tuesday pal Mm-hmm. All right, the west coast of Florida right now. I mean, yeah. Marco Island, Naples. My, fa- I got family out there. They're fine, actually. Mm-hmm. Thank God they lost power for like two days or something. Mm-hmm. But you know, thank God for that. And in the middle of it, I couldn't take it anymore. I just so I go into my comedy folder mm-hmm. and I start digging out things. So I watched. I didn't watch all thirteen. Celebrity Jeopardy episodes. I watched like eight. Of them. <laughs> I watched all the ones with Sean Connery on them. Yeah, yeah, they were good. That's, that's what it's all about. Titty, Dolly Parton. <laughs> Just hilarious. And then I I switched over to the Dennis Wolfberg 
collection. Mm-hmm. I also did uh, a full Tim Allen show oh, right. once again. Hilarious. And I'll tell you, while I was watching that, I kind of, you know, for a little while, I forgot that there was a hurricane going on right outside my front door. Mm-hmm. And that got me to thinking <clears throat> because you have all of these, you know, you had the, uh, the fundraiser and stuff mm-hmm. and all that. You know what I'm thinking right now? Comedian, you know, and I just spotted this. Netflix has a show where they're going to be getting some of the, like the best stand-up comedians. They're going to be doing a series of stuff for Netflix. You know, the, the good, you know, Seinfeld and, and whomever, just the good ones. The really top-level stand-ups that, you know, aren't kind of touring that much anymore, I guess. But even if they are, Mm -hmm. I think that this winter is a good time for stand-up comics to include Florida on their tour schedule. Because I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes, and I wrote this, I said, you know, what I realized is that oftentimes being able to rebuild a smile. Mm Mm-hmm is as important as being able to rebuild a house. We need it. Yeah. We need stand-up. Calm down. We, you will find an appreciative audience. We will laugh. Yeah. Airplane, airline food jokes, you're going to get a laugh from us. Okay? Yeah. Seriously. Winter's, winter's nice. You like it here. You're going to love it down here, and we are going to love you for coming. Comedy, people. If you're a guy right now, if you're a guy or gal right now, and you are trudging, the mm-hmm. you know to all of the comedy clubs in New York. You're going to to uh, Caroline's. You're going to Comedy Cellar. You're going to Stand Up New York. You're going to these places, and you're going around on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, hoping that you can get squeezed into the late set. You're one of those guys. You're not the big. You're you know you're bare, You're not even getting paid. You're not even getting paid. Come down here. We'll throw you a few ducats. We'll put you up, and we will appreciate your humor down here. So come on down. And bring us a smile, comedy people. That's what we need. Yeah, We got builders. We got builders. I'll tell you something else I realized. This is one of those times where I truly appreciate rednecks. Right now is when I <laughs> okay. have an appreciation. Because they know what they're doing. When when disaster hits, these guys really are prepared. They're, you know, they're of course, waiting for the big one. Mm-hmm. Right. But when the small ones, relatively speaking, of course, a comparison is, you know. The, the, but, you know, they were on the ball. They were out there, and they were helpful. I I saw all kinds of examples of people I probably wouldn't fucking say word one to. Excellent. Okay? I saw them out there doing what they had to do for their neighbors, for their friends. Wonderful. Helping black people. I saw that. Everybody, help- was, everybody was helping everybody. Everybody was helping everybody. And at the same time, what I thought was, you know, it's one of those things where it's, it's almost unavoidable because temper, I, I was at a gas station, and tempers were running a little... Hi. Yeah. Okay. You know, and you, you see that going on as well. Now, thank God, you know, we've got fuel. Yeah, again. we had a gun. Somebody pulled a gun at a gas station yeah, here in Miami. Yeah, I so. saw that. And, you know, well, that's Florida. You don't need yeah, a hurricane yeah, for that. Right. <laughs> I know. <that's>, <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> all, you, all you need is something above you. But it helps. Fire. But it helps. If it yeah. helps. Oh, sure. It's, we love to encourage random gunfire down here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, tempers, you know, and it, you know, patience is running a little thin. And the thing about down here is that it's going to take much longer down here than it normally would because there's so many other places that got it worse than us. So we're going to have to wait in line a little bit. And so for the moment, we've got to do it. we got to do it. We've got to remove our own trees. We've got to – I got to use a chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a lumberjack. And I sang I'm a lumberjack while I was fucking doing it. Very so good. there you go, baby, because I sleep all night and work all day. 
<laughs> I like to press wildflowers. <laughs> you know, and so we're all doing it down here. And, and, you know, Houston, yeah, and comedy people, Houston, put Houston on your list. They're going to need it too, man. They're going to need yeah. it too. They got the snot beat out of them there. But the 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 swath of destruction in Florida is so profound. We took a scrubbing. That's, we the did. scrubber came through. They came through and just a smackdown mm-hmm. of Irma like proportions. Yeah, it wasn't a lot of rain, but it was a lot of it was, lot of, you're right. lot of wind. It was it was plenty of rain, but it was it was sideways. Uh, yeah, we get more rain on any given summer day than exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, that was the whole thing. I <clears throat> the, the flooding that occurred was the tidal. Was, yeah, it was the tidal surge. It was down in Coral Gables, mm. it was down mm. in Miami. Miami downtown. It was down it was east of US one. Yeah. Basically yeah. is where you got it. Because I had a ton of friends of mine that were evacuated mm-hmm. on the east side between US-1 and the beach. So, and they, you know, and it came up there. I thought some of the photos that were interesting were from the west coast, mm-hmm. where you saw Tampa Bay drained of the water. The storm sucked the water right out of Tampa Bay, right yeah. out of all yeah. these places. It was weird. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Sarasota, thank God. Uh, my friend who lives up in Sarasota, they, they got spared. My friend's up in Sanford. Mm-hmm. He lives in a big two-story wooden house. It's like 100 years old. Mm-hmm. Spared. Great. Managed to spare them, too. So I'm sitting here. You know, I'm, I start to feel guilty. That's why I put the word out. Whoever needs help, I got a full tank of gas. I get 12 rolls Great. of toilet paper. Great. You know, and 15 cans of tuna fish. I'm set. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm set. So... I just wanted to say that if you're if you're in the comedy business, if you're you know if you're in the comedy business, if you're in the rock and roll business, come to Florida this winter. We're going to need you. We need you. We need you. This is what you can do. Sure, you could give money to charities, and we appreciate it. JJ Watts, did you see this kind of football player? No, did a crowdfund thing. It's like thirty-seven million out of nowhere. Oh, awesome! He was hoping to raise five hundred thousand. Thirty-seven million for nice. people in Houston. And you got to like this. He says, you know what? Now that I've got the money, I'm going to sit down with some experts and we're going to figure out what the best way to spend it is. He didn't just throw it out there. Right. He's going to sit down and take it because the immediate stuff is getting done. It's the long term. It's when the next disaster happens someplace else and you forget what just happened. And mm-hmm. that happens to us. It's like Trump. What's the new Petroishka doll, the outer Petroishka doll of disaster? Right. Well, that's going to be Maria. Yeah. I once met a girl. <laughs> Can't stand it. So, you know, it really was, it's scary. And I'll tell you, I, um, when 9-11 happened, I was in Lake Havasu, Arizona. And the feeling, for me, what happened this time was a similar feeling of helplessness. There mm-hmm. was nothing I could fucking do. All no. I could do was watch it unfold before my very eyes live on television. That's all I could do. Right. And it is it is gut-wrenching. It is gut-wrenching. If you live in a place where something like this is taking place, to watch what's going on across the street from you live on television mm-hmm. being destroyed, it is heartbreaking. It is, there were people people who lived in those, you know, in the tornado bait trailer parks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I... Around this area, anyway, and, and around yeah. Davie, I didn't see a single trailer down. I saw uh, over. Uh, we got in, lucky. In the Seminoles, like we, the uh, the one of the cigarette uh, stores. Yes, 
Yeah, like, they had, lost had, their thing because they were up side, on stilts. Had a side ripped out. But uh, none of the parks around here seemed unscathed. I didn't see a single trailer on itself. I didn't either. And I know, and I've seen on, on the news, you know, that it's the things that are that you're finding out about later on because they didn't make mm. the news originally. You'll, you'll start finding out about places that got, you know, just, just had the crap beat out of them. Mm. Okay? And, you know, there's going to be a new disaster sometime. And, you know, there's going to be more stuff in the Keys. Yeah. Okay. And it was, it really was, it was tough to look at. That's why I had to go to the comedy folder, man. Yeah. I had to. Oh, great idea. You know, I had to go to the comedy folder and I am asking, I am begging, I am pleading, I am groveling. Okay. Yeah. Folks, comedy folks, come on down to Florida. We want you. We need you. Help us rebuild a smile. You can do that. You can do that, baby. All you got to do is show up. And stand up. That's mm-hmm. all you got to do is show up and stand up. And I promise you, we're going to love you. We're going to love you. Yeah. Rock and rollers. Woo. Rock and rollers. Come down here. Do some shows. Help us out. Okay? Let us forget for a little while. Mm-hmm. Okay? Give us some rock and roll, baby. How about the rock and roll comedy tour? How about hey, that? That's a great idea. How about that? You know, rock and roller and in between... Three or four bands, couple three, couple three, four comedians in between the bands while they're mm-hmm. changing stuff, so that it's a consistent show. Nobody's waiting it. around. All for it. You know, bring that baby down here. Let's go. Come on, man. So that's it. And you know, I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. I always say I got an attitude of gratitude, and I'm grateful right now. My family's okay. My friends are okay. I've checked. You know, they've all checked in, and yeah, you know, a lot of them took it right in the chops, baby. Yeah, you know, I've got a picture of my friend Heidi. The tree fell over on the uh, on the the ATV she's got squashed, squashed, baby, just crushed that. Thank God I moved my car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I posted a picture of the tree that would have fallen on my car had I not moved. Oh, nice. I nice didn't work. get out unscathed. There's some damage underneath from the wind ripping out part of the splash guard and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll deal with that later. But I mean, relatively, I can still drive it. Okay, right. I was told not to drive it through a lot of standing water. So, <laughs> but um, you know, my my friends and my family got out. You know, I mean, you're okay. I was mm-hmm. checking in with you constantly. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wanted to make sure you and the kids and all that stuff. Were Everybody, all right. they were with everybody in laws. Yeah, yeah. So you know, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I know. Hey, hey you know, but good for them. We're not Schadenfreuding on that. No, no. And my Shrelly, on the other hand, farmer boy, I'll. Fucking fuck yeah. him. No. But, um, you know, and I am taking a deep breath. Yeah. I am opening up the windows. I am trying to, you know, easy to get a tea time at Doral. <laughs> Very easy. I'm going to tell you something, though. My, I'm curious because normally if the ball is laying up against the trunk of a tree, you don't get a drop. But if the tree is knocked down oh, into hey. the fairway and the ball rolls up against it, do I get a free drop? And if not... Does it turn the blue monster, the 18th to Doral? Does that go from a par 5 to a par 6? Because now you've got to play not around the trees, literally over them, mm-hmm. even though they're lying down. But that's an extra chip shot. So you're going to have to break out the 60-degree wedge. I think they're going to have to literally make it like a par 76. It's a par 76 now. <laughs> one of the go- I saw people playing golf the other day off Copens at the, one of the uh, municipal courses. Mm-hmm. They're already out there. Golf courses take it. Like when this kind of stuff happens, mm-hmm. it's... Weeks in many instances, because you know, although 
for them, they they try and get up running as fast as they can. But that's there's nothing there but trees and vegetation and water. What I spotted was any tree that was like planted near a regular body of water. You know these lakes and yeah, all of yeah. this, they're done. They're yeah. gone. They're, drive down the highway. And you see them on the sides. They're all knocked over. I drove around where I live out at Century Village. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. The destruction is everywhere. And literally they had to bring in the crews originally just to chainsaw some of the stuff to get it as far out of the way as they could. And still, it's everywhere. It's, it's, it's really kind of – it's just, you know, when you see it up close and you drive around and you can't get away from it. No matter where you go, no. there it is. Not there. That tree used to be all thick and full with vegetation. And, yes. You know, it's bare. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Holy shit. Wow, you're right. Mm-hmm. Right outside our window, and that's it. That's the thing. It really is right outside our window. So, comedy people, rock and roll people, start scheduling Florida all over. Not just South Florida. You got to do the Florida tour. Jacksonville. Do you see what happened to those yep. people? Mm-hmm. Hey, what? They got it bad. Yep. Jacksonville, baby, largest. City in America, square mileage-wise. Yeah, I know. The city is the same size as the county. Yes. So, Oklahoma City, I believe, I is the largest that, I think capital. I think that's cheating city. a little bit, if you ask me. I think me, it's cheating a little bit, too. Still, they got they got pissed on pretty hardcore. Okay? So, you know, like I said, comedy people, rock and roll people, schedule Florida for your next tour. On the subject of rock and roll, we're going to get back to you. Yeah, t- you know, I had to get it out there. We, we right had on, to do it. Out. You know? Oot. But we're okay. The Groovathon moves on with Blackstone Cherry on SoFloRadio.com.
helps if you dress like a detective, too. Detectives dress kind of square. People think this guy's a cop. They don't think you're packing something. They don't fuck with you so much. Are you? My what? Packing something. <laughs> An asshole gets killed for a car. The guys that make it are the guys that get in their cars at any time. Get in at 3 a.m., get up at 4. That's why there ain't a repo man I know that don't take speed. Speed, huh? I never broke into a car, I never hotwired a car, kid. I never broke into a trunk. I shall not cause harm to any vehicle, nor the personal contents thereof, nor through inaction let that vehicle or the personal contents thereof come to harm. It's what I call the repo code, kid. Don't forget it. Etch it in your brain. Not many people got a code to live by anymore. Hey, look, look at that. Look at those assholes over there. Ordinary fucking people. I hate them. Me too. What do you know, kid? See, an ordinary person spends his life avoiding tense situations. Repo man spends his life getting into tense situations. No, 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 no,
No reason why I should have to. I've been talking about Dwayne Eddy no. for like the last couple of shows. There you go, baby. Dwayne Eddy and the Rebels featuring the Rebelettes. Song is Guitar Child from, I love the title of this album, Twanging Up a Storm. Awesome. Awesome, baby, from 1963. Before that, El Chicano. What you don't know won't hurt you. That is from their fifth album, appropriately titled Cinco. All right. 1974, those guys from Los Angeles. Little Another clip from Repo Man. We have a uh, RIP shout-out to Harry Dean Stanton, who passed away. Mm. One of our favorite movies. We love Indeed. it. One of the great lines, I was telling you earlier, I said one of the great lines for me, right up there with Charlie Don't Surf is, let's go get sushi and not pay for it. <laughs> I, I think that those are, that's just another classic line said in the way it needs to be said, but... Uh, there you go. We look. We try and get into situations. Before that, mm. the Meters doing the uh, Beatles track "Come Together." That's from uh, their '76 album "Trick Bag." However, the interesting thing is, it wasn't on the original album. They did a remaster of it, 2001, mm-hmm. and to include a bunch of the other songs that were recorded during those sessions, "Come Together" was one of those tracks. So it's not on the original, but it is on the remaster, which makes the remaster absolutely the one to get kicking off the set. Brand new stuff. From Blackstone Cherry Soul Machine from their album Kentucky came out uh, last year. I played another track off that I did there. Uh, they do a great cover of Edwin Starr's uh, War. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. So something else that caught my eye. Oh, that's right. I wanted to find this one. See if I can see if I can dig this one up because this is this one absolutely absolutely was so hilarious when I saw it. I just got to find it here. Give me a second. Talk about something. Let me see. I could, uh, I could sing a song. I could sing Darren Town. 
Roger Whitaker, uh, little Roger Whitaker for you. Damn, I can't find it now. It oh, no. was these guys. Here it is. Found it. Got it. Let me see if I can pull that baby up. Come on. Ah, here it is. Two men die in crash while speed testing muscle car. Okay. <laughs> I was like, all right. Buena Vista, Colorado. Two men in their 70s were killed when the muscle car they were speed testing went off the runway at Central Colorado Airport and flipped and overended. Chafee County officials say the crash happened Friday afternoon. Investigators say that 71-year-old Lynn Fitzgerald of Colorado Springs and his passenger, 76-year-old <laughs> Roger Lichtenberger of San Marcos, California, sped down the runway in a 2016 Dodge Challenger Hellcat wow. and traveled another 314 feet off the runway before going airborne over a ravine. The car hit the ground and flipped over and over. Man, both men died at the scene. Aww. Now, Sheriff John Spezzi says the men had permission to use the runway and had likely, this is what, I like this one, had likely reached speeds above 100 miles per hour. He believes they were traveling too fast when they reached the end of the roadway. You That's think? why he's a sheriff, man. Yeah, he's he's great. I believe just because you I, had come to I, the point I, I think um, they were yelling YOLO the whole time. <laughs> YOLO, way. That's yeah. it. But, you know, that's it. So that's the new edition. That's the Beelzebub Dodge Hellcat Challenger <laughs> edition. Um, you know what that means, though, if we're talking cars? Yeah, it means for me, it's time for me to take care of the people who take care of me. Precision Auto Works, Pompano Beach, Florida, 954-247-9362. They are back up and running again. People are coming over there with their various things. Just spotted this one. They have a f- – my, my man Dave Carey, okay, mm-hmm. who is – you know, and I swear by him. Well, guess what? I'm not the only one. He's got a five-star rating on Google. Not four, not four and a half. Five-star rating. So I'm obviously not the only person out there that swears by this guy. Bumper to bumper, whatever it is you've got, Dave is the man. The entire A-S-E certified crew there to take care of anything that has anything to do with automobiles. If you've got it. An internal combustion engine constructed after the year 1900. Dave is your man. And he's worked on a few cars from back then. And he'll work on anything brand new. At his uh, cruising, somebody actually had one of those Dodge Hellcat Challengers. This is about two or three months ago. Somebody had one of those. They're badass cars. They really are. I, love, I mean, there's just no way around it. Very easy to get to. It is right off of Highway 95. Take 95 to Atlantic. You want to go west on Atlantic till you get to Andrews. Take a left on Andrews and a right on 3rd Street and you're right there 60 seconds off the highway 954-247-9362 Precision Auto Works of Pompano Beach, Florida it is absolutely the place where people who love their cars take their cars you know what that means yeah time for the drive groove and yes I'm going to be revealing the winner of the which song named Hurricane I should play after the hurricane this was an easy decision for me it really was Okay, Gary Moore's Hurricane is where we have to go for the drive groove on SoFloRadio.com.
kind of odd that I would be playing a Jeff Beck song done by somebody else, but you know what? That version of it kicks ass. That's going down, of course. That is Leslie West from Leslie West Mountain. He's got a uh, new CD that came out like in the last year, so it's called Sound Check. I believe it's on the Mascot label. So Mascot's really putting together quite the uh, quite the group of players, man, on that label. They got some serious stuff you want to check that out. Before that, Tommy Castro and the Painkillers, Nasty Habits. That was live from the Montreux Jazz Festival a couple of years ago, 2015. Before that, I've been wanting to get to this, and I finally got around to it. Albert Lee and Vince Gill doing Tiger Rag. That is from the TV show I was talking about on the last show, American Music Shop with the Mark O'Connor's band. Mark O'Connor, the violin player who uh, was with the Dixie Dregs for quite a while. They're him and Sloan and Dave Davidowski and these guys. So you definitely want to check that out. Every show is a winner. Uh, they're all on YouTube, and they're all just like that. They're just fantastic twanging and picking and kicking off the set. Yep, the winner of the which song named Hurricane should I play? Yeah, <laughs> Gary Moore. That is from Back on the Streets, came out in 1978. That was kind of his first real solo album. He had the Gary Moore band before that. Uh, Phil Linnett from Thin Lizzy is on that. He's got some other interesting people back on the streets. Gary Moore doing Hurricane, so I had to. I had to. I, I couldn't not do it. I wanted, you know, I resisted Texas flood when the whole thing hit Houston. So there's only so much strength I have to not be able to, you know, take the easy route. Of course, I didn't play to Bob Dylan because I'm not going to. It's not happening, right. no. And there was no way I was playing any Jimmy Buffett. I mean, I feel bad for the keys, but Parrot Heads, find your own music. We'll help you rebuild shit, but not your fucking music catalog, all right? That's just where I shake <laughs> out on that. So, yeah, a couple of quick things right here. Rosh Hashanah starts Wednesday night, so I want to give a happy new year to the tribe. Happy 5778, y'all. Going to be doing it. I have got, uh, I just got the phone call from my dentist. So the dental surgery I was supposed to have right before the hurricane, which got called off because my dentist was in an evacuation zone, mm. that may now happen this Sunday. All right. So we'll see how that goes. I got that going on. I got a wedding to go to in October. So while I would love to say that I'm going to come back in two weeks and do the exact same thing again, we'll play it by ear. We're going to play it by ear. I'm hoping to be able to do it, though. I think I ought to be able to get it All done. Right. You know? Try and put together as much of it as I can. We'll see how I sound. It's the talking yeah. thing. Talking, yeah. You got to talk on a talk show. You do have to. <laughs> wow. Can't yeah, put anything by you. Sharp as a bowling ball, my man over here. Gramps Master Flash. No no, no straight edges on that, That's man. Right. A matzo ball. Sharp as a matzo ball. So that was it. That's it. We did the show. I'm glad, mm-hmm. I, I'm glad I did this. I really, you know, I was going to delay it a week. I really was. I was going to. And now that I found out about this, I never would have been able to do it next Monday. Right. The day afterwards. Right. I'd have been, I'd yeah. Been so good thing you did. So, yeah. So this worked out well. And, you know, once again, I want to put the call out there. Com- comedians, rock mm-hmm. and rollers, schedule Florida on your tours coming up. We need you. We need we need a distraction. We need a smile. We need to. Jump up and down. We need to shake our legs to the music. We need to bust a gut to your comedy. Come on down, baby. Do the right thing here. Okay, That's what you can do. You can rebuild a smile. You can rebuild the groove. Help us rebuild. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. That's it. There you go. I wanted to show up and make sure that I started the rebuilding of groove in South Florida. I think, What do you think? I, I think I start it's a with capital Foundation? idea. Yep. Sly and the Family Stone. That's Regrooving. Look, I played Sly and the Family Stone and Motorhead. I don't know if you need more than that to start your foundation. 
That that right. is the foundation. That's it. Okay, that's it. And Dennis Wolfberg. Done. What Done. That's a show right there. Those three, that's a show. I could just play that shit over and over and you'd be like, oh, I wasn't a bad two hours. It was the same thing over and over again, but it was great. In any event, for myself and Grab Smaster Flash Lost George is over here. As always, from the hurricane zone, it is Aloha and peace. Good night, Mom. <laughs> Here comes the sun, and I say it's all right. Little darling, it's been a long, cold, lonely winter. Little darling, it seems like years since it's been here. Here comes the sun, here comes the sun, I say, it's all right. Little darling, the smiles returning to their faces. Little darling, it seems like years since it's been here. Here comes the sun, here comes the sun, I say, it's all right. Sun, 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 here it comes. Sun, sun, sun. Here it comes Sun, sun, sun Here it comes Sun, sun, sun Here it comes Little darling I feel the ice is slowly melting Little darling, it seems like years since it's been clear. Here comes the sun, here comes the sun, I say, it's all right. Here comes the sun, here comes the sun, I say, it's all right. You're listening to SoFloRadio.com.